it's the LRC The podcast was a game, we be MVP Knowledge is power, lend an ear for the next hour And tell these other whack podcasts to hit the showers Cause we the best, numero uno, we like a sumo Up against the straw weight, our content's great We talking sports, pop culture, the squared circle and all You shanky on the mic, mixed with Jinder Mahal And we some Paul Heyman's, had enough that you can say when Until then, we gon' keep killing Brian Pillman Champs are back for week seven. It's Mr. Just Right here. Len Biggs, my dog in the background. I think you can hear he's must be a burglar or something outside. Len, it's possible someone's trying to break into the living room. You know what? It's not a guest because it's just you and I tonight. That's so, right. They uh, probably heard we're only they only have two. Maybe they have numbers on us. Maybe the number games on gave them on us. Wanted to come when we didn't have a guest. That's yeah. trying to catch a slip. Yeah. yeah, well, it's it's just us tonight. What more do you need, though? What, no. what more could you possibly need? Everything else is really just filler, anyways. We're just filling time. Lending, I can do that just fine. That's true. Uh, on our own. Uh, speaking of guests, though, last week, uh, Don Dawson, the EVP of Imagine Wrestling. Uh, be sure to check out Imagine there at uh, Bellamaro Arena in January. January. 14th, I January believe. January 14th at the Bellamar reading your tickets. And They're on uh, Facebook Live, though. Every uh, every Wednesday, you can watch them live on Facebook. They're Imagine Live shows, which are pretty entertaining. And they usually have one show a month in Altoona at their home, Juniata Civic Center. So look up ImagineWrestling.com. Check them out. They're a cool, they're a cool company. And we're, <clears throat> we're trying to get, uh, we failed to get uh, Dr. Manhattan. Yeah. Uh, we also failed to get Ricky the Fink. Mm-hmm. We also failed to get Davy Glock back for a formal session. We also failed to get the webmaster. The webmaster. We failed to get uh, Chris Swizzlesticks. We it was a, it was a bit tough week. We'll get them all eventually. Yeah, they're all busy guys. Uh, you can't expect them to titans of industry, if you will. Yeah, they are. Plus, we got the Funk House uh, pulling them all in. That's right. We back in as we well. set them up last year. They're yeah. knocking them down this year. Right. That's okay though. <laughs> it's us. It's it's your favorite too. It's it's the only two you need, Mister Just Right, Len Biggs. Uh, as we were saying, speaking of our guest Don Dawson, the EVP of Imagine Wrestling, coming in with a pedestrian six and eight record last week, uh, which is uh, you know. Uh, it's pretty much how this year's gone, Len. It's yeah, I mean, it's, it's not tough. anything surprising. We're, it's just a lot of shit. We're just scraping. We're just scraping five hundred yeah. every week, week in and week out. Len, you had a exactly five hundred seven and seven, and I barely over five hundred eight and six. Mm-hmm. That brings us to a season record. Uh, I have a fifty and forty four, and you're just one game behind me at forty nine and forty five. Uh, I mean, just. I mean, you just don't know how these leaks. It's really hard. I mean, what was it, two weeks ago? I think we pretty much all picked the same games except for maybe a couple here and there, and we still barely scraped 500. It's a tough – it's just a tough season, man. A lot of mediocrity. A lot of mediocrity. I mean, and and that's – just as simple as that. Not a lot of great teams. And I'm looking at a lot of games we all picked as clean sweeps, and we were all just dead wrong. Yeah. All three of us. I mean, it's nothing, nothing. You can't take anything for granted in the NFL. Uh, we're moving into week seven, Len. Got some big uh, boys on by this week. So. Yes, we do. Uh, we got not a full slate of games. A couple of bye weeks here for some teams. Uh, a lot of drama off the field, as usual. 
Uh, but before we step, uh, well, first of all, before we, before we do anything, you can find us at, at Living Room Champs on Facebook, Instagram, Discord, all those social media platforms. Parlor, Kanye West's Parlor. You can <laughs> not find us there. You can't find us there. We were not. We're not on Parlor. It's not part of the sale. Uh, LRC Pod on Twitter, and then you can also find us on. Lude Presents on YouTube. Lude Presents, yeah. We made our big debut, big video debut. Yes, big video debut. You can see us live and in living color on Lude Presents. You can you can Google that on YouTube, Lude Presents. Uh, yeah, we talk about on, we yeah. talk we talk about a lot of things. A lot of things. <clears throat> Conversation starters, uh, yeah. rabbit holes. Fast food chains. I mean, we talk about a lot of stuff, and uh, it was a real good time. It was a good time to produce, and, uh, you know, I probably did most of the talking as per usual, but, you know, you'll get some insight from everybody there. Uh, It was was fun. It was an interesting event, you know. It was like, we haven't done video, and uh, we got some questions. We're just, you know, they're just throwing us. We We weren't prepared. We had no preparation pre. It was, it's just a flat out rabbit hole podcast as they say so you just go on there and you don't know what you're gonna get hit with yeah and it, it, you know it was a good time and thank you to the boss man for having us on he's doing a great job over there at loot presents you can also check out the fantasy funk house i think they got some guests lined up this week they're more proactive than we are probably i mean we usually find out about tuesday morning if we're gonna get a guest or maybe monday night and then that's when we start looking, and then that's when we end looking. That's right. Well, we're we're big timers now. We're big time. Yeah, <laughs> we're big time we're not people. Here to beg anybody uh, to come on this podcast. Yeah, we're actually waiting for people to call us and request to be on. I mean, if you want to come on, you can email us livingroomchamps at gmail dot com. Len, before we step onto the gridiron, let's step in between the ropes. Yeah, squared sofa, right uh, in the squared sofa. Yeah, yeah. We got a uh, big Tuesday night here. We got uh, Tuesday night wars. Tuesday night war. Tuesday night wars. M- Impact versus NXT is back on. And uh, actually, I think both cards are pretty solidly booked as far as uh, matches go. You know, you got on on Impact, or I'm sorry, not Impact, but on Dynamite, (laughs) you got uh, Moxley defending the title against Hangman Page. Uh, You know, I, you know, I don't know. I know a lot of people are into it. I'm telling you, Moxley as champ is not doing it for me at all. Um, really nothing they're doing over there is doing it for me. Luchasaurus bullshit's terrible. Uh, the trio's bad. Um, MJF's been good. Which trio's bad? They got All two, the, just two the whole tri- trio. I don't even know what's going on with their belts. FTR is just universally, everyone, even them, call them the best tag team in the world, but they somehow never get a tag title shot on AEW. I don't understand it. Tons of Ring of Honor action, like more than AEW, it seems like, half the time. I don't even know what their plan is. On NXT, you're kind of seeing what their plan is. A little bit of a come with a hybrid model of like the old NXT, good matches, whatnot, and the new, the development. Um, So we get, you know, found out this afternoon, Kevin Owens is going to be on there to kind of moderate a a uh, Braun Breaker, JD McDonough, and uh, Ilya Dragunov three-way conversation, like a KO show of sorts, uh, as they prepare for their match. Halloween Havoc coming this Saturday. 
Um, there's the there's the big ladder match coming Saturday, so that's interesting. And then pick your poison match this week. So both girls got to make ventures to find a partner. Uh, Roxanne Perez showed up on SmackDown. Real good showing in the ring. Uh, but FYI, Roxanne Perez is main roster ready, no doubt. She recruits Raquel Gonzalez to come back to NXT to take on Cora Jade. Meanwhile, Cora Jade goes on Raw, and this is super exciting. Goes right to the heart of the Judgment Day and asked Rhea to be her representative against uh, Roxanne. And Rhea hasn't had a match on TV since June, uh, since she suffered a, a brain injury. So it's good to see her back, and this will be interesting. I she's mean, She's back in her ring, though, I believe. It yeah, she's it. been on house shows, but not on TV yet, yeah. Well, we're going to see who wins the rating war tonight. Like you said, Len, nothing that AEW is doing is doing it for me. No. Right now, it's just honestly, as someone who is... Obviously, I'm moderately tuned in to everything that's going on wrestling, yeah. and I still don't get everything that they put yeah. in front of them. Like, who is this guy? Why what? is this person here? Who's this uh, Eddie Murphy looking <laughs> yeah. uh, coming to America? Yeah, uh, the <laughs> Prince Nana. What is his? Pr- name? I don't know what his name is. The this the tag team bottom. Where are these? Did I miss something? Yeah. Like, uh, it, There's no introduction to these people, and like. Yeah, if you, I mean, we even watched some Ring of Honor, but I mean, it's not like it's that. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's like we watched some Ring of Honor until they went out. I just don't. It's very difficult to follow, and I don't understand. They have a very good core of stars that they could really build a strong show around. They just don't seem, don't seem to do it. They'll, they're they're going to win the ratings. Also, the ratings have NBA opening tip tonight, so you get Lakers, Warriors, and st- things like that. Then you also get play, playoff baseball, and the Yankees are playing right now. Ooh. So there's going to be some. Viewers pulled from the world of professional wrestling. Other than Tuesday, though, a couple things. Friday, we got the first promo of the new Bray Wyatt. What did you think of that, Mike, on SmackDown? Again, Len, I'm in wait-and-see mode on yeah. that whole thing. Um, it seems like he's going for a bit of a uh, internal struggle. Yeah, it seems like a Bray versus Bray is what we're looking at to me. Line, but where, do, where does that go? Well, where, the, you, you, know, there's, uh, you know, the Internet has theories, as we like to say, and uh, you know, it seems like it's going to be Bray versus Bray, but then ultimately, if that's the case, people are speculating wildly, as usual, that the Firefly Funhouse characters will be represented by people um, along the way of his battle versus himself, but not in the character's outfit. So even if he's taking on Huskus, it might just be Joe Gacy, but in his mind he thinks it's Huskus, whatever. Things of that nature. I don't know. I trust Bray as, as far as the, the story of it, whether it all comes, comes together at the end. You have questions. I agree. Yeah, there's questions. But I like to see the real Bray Wyatt Friday kind of nervously thanking the crowd for be, sticking with him. That was kind of a cool, different twist on him because he hasn't shown his real personality yeah. ever. Okay. So I mean, and yeah, and then he, he came out as a guy with the mask that he appears to be adversarial against in his in his promo. It seems to be calling him out or calling towards yeah, him. Yeah, right. But he's already revealed as being that guy under that mask so i'm not really quite sure what's well, going on I, I trust bray but i also don't at the same time I and mean, that's not a knock against him i think he's a brilliant guy but a lot of times his stories can weave themselves as in a way that just ultimately yeah. doesn't have a payoff you're right there, and you're right there's like a lot of like tentacles so it's difficult to um expect them yeah so i don't know lena it's 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 a wait and see for me and everything bray um, yeah and that's totally I mean, fair. I'm interested. I'm totally, I'm totally curious to see where it goes and how this character develops. But like I said, he he kind of is a f- 
tends to fold back on himself a lot. And yeah. it almost ends up being like some of those movies we talked about a couple weeks ago, or on Lewd, I think, actually. We talked about, uh, you know, like pretentious storytelling and things yeah. like that. It just gets too convoluted and right. too, too out there and too weird for the sake of being weird. I agree with that. There's um, definitely some something to that for sure. So we'll, like you said, we'll see. Yeah. That was basically the news on SmackDown. Rod, a couple things I thought I went into. Super excited. First of all, I went into Raw super excited for a couple things. One was they, it had been said that uh, Baron Corbin was going to show up there with JBL as his mouthpiece or whatever, whatever the relationship is on Raw. So they did that. JBL came out, and, I mean, he did his thing as a heel that he is. I mean, he got the whole crowd against them. Got him eaten out of his hand and then against him totally. It was really good entrance. Uh, a lot of mockery of his suit on Twitter, just so you know. His, his his suit was very oversized, very strange, like, look, and people were relentless on like that. Steve Harvey like, type? Yeah, suit. like, doesn't fit at all. Uh, it looked like he had, like, Jenko jeans on the for pants. The last time he was on TV, that was probably actually in style. Though. And exactly. Everything and I th- now is slim and tight. Yes. Everything back yes. then was... You know, exactly. That's exactly what people were saying online. And now, speaking of slim and tight and fit, uh, fit suits, that's a hundred percent what I expected and wanted from Baron Corbin. I wanted him to come out in a nice tailored three-piece suit, come to that ring. You know, maybe even a cowboy hat, maybe whatever. Just right with JBL, like a JBL presents. But instead, he comes to the ring in an. Uh, a god awful ensemble. I don't even know what his. Like, he has a new like singlet tight gimmick, and it's a weird color, and it's a weird print, and then he wears a fucking like bolo bowler hat or whatever they want to call it, like fedora. a fedora, but a really yeah. terrible fedora in yeah. my opinion. I hate that hat knows, so much. He knows what he's doing. He does. He. I mean, he could do whatever. He's a heel to the core, and he's very good at it. But this wasn't it. This isn't a look. I don't care. He <laughs> he wasn't scary. dressed like that to like get look, booze. Yeah, it looks like he's wearing like a loincloth. It's terrible. At first glance. Yeah. Because it's, it's like a flesh color. color. It's terrible. It's I so wish bad. he would have came out in like a slightly over ill-fitted too big of a suit like, <laughs> like JBL. immediately and it turns out they found a time machine just went back to 2001 when that's that was the fucking style well yeah that was not JBL good might have a closet full of those uh yeah exactly they probably fit corbin they're good a similar size and then he uh he beats uh Drew, dolph ziggler just the resident jobber yeah, it's whatever what do you expect but that's fine but it, it that underwhelmed and then the other big thing i was excited for of course was the return of Elias and I just I just don't know how you miss this to me this is a layup like what I hate that they like first of all went to commercial saying Elias is up next came back with the ring announcer Mike Rome announcing Elias I want the crowd to be dark and just hear the guitar strum one time hi my name is Elias that's it what do you need to tell everybody that's gonna be Elias up next for I think if you have the lights off guitar strum you get a humongous pop right there Everyone knows that. You don't need to reintroduce Elias. Everyone knows Elias. They love Elias. He's a big, he's over big time, face or heel as the music guy. Don't like that at all. So I thought that was a miss. Then it was real convoluted because Riddle interrupts him. Him and Riddle, they're like going to do a song together. Then Rollins interrupts them. Then he's on the outside. He wants to help Rollins. Does he want to help Riddle? Blah, blah, blah. He runs into someone, in, you know, in a, inadvertently. I mean, it's just a 
it ended up being a cluster in my opinion for not a lot of reason how about uh lashley and lesnar to start the show the brawl big epic brawl i mean this is just pure saudi uh saudi fan service it is but this match is an interesting match it it would be if it hadn't just happened six months ago well i get that but you know lesnar wants his revenge he wants to even the odds a lot of things i don't think this is a bad and honestly they booked it well i mean just the attacks have been brutal i like that and it's it's got my interest peaked um the right so far it kind of looks like crown jewels uh lining up to maybe be one of those like glorified house shows rather than the last few crown jewels that have been actually very impactful to the storyline so i don't know but right now it kind of seems like a more that's how they all are they try to make kind of like a uh, parallel universe wrestlemania right but the last like three have had real significant matches and that's what i'm saying they got to give them good matches but they can't be relevant in terms of like their ongoing story right but i think that they were that's what i'm saying the last two or three if you look back actually were very relevant i don't know i think but before that they were all previously just house shows they're almost like pit stops they are they'll build them up for you know a couple weeks but it's not in they the are no player. you're right that's i agree but with you a, a, to that note there's a lot of talk about changes to the premium live event right. for next year so yeah to me I, I just think the last couple saudi shows have been actually like like a regular ple regular premium live event previous to that i thought all of them were basically super shows which meant nothing at all so i thought they were moving towards making them important a little bit but we'll see but anyway i mean those are the big notes from wrestling um i don't think of anything else that's really that important road to wrestlemania is right around the corner it's coming man road to survivor series right now road to war games who knows so a lot of interesting things happening um and in the squared sofa and also on the gridiron mike debatable Uh, mike the gridiron (laughs) is hot no not really is it i feel like it's, it's not. not it's not it's not at all i feel like the teams that are dominant are there's like a couple good teams and then all the other teams the are not very good let's just cut it right to january when the chiefs are playing the bills in a championship game yeah i mean it seems right now like the two best teams in the league are both on by this week eagles and bills i mean not to me i think yeah. the eagles and bills are the two best teams and it's not without particularly close they're both on by this week and then the chiefs are probably in the next at the next tier and they've been very uh inconsistent i mean they lost tough game obviously the bills are if we say the bills were the best team so it's a it's a tough loss but chiefs haven't looked at themselves quite yet but you can just it's bubbling it's bubbling yeah, I mean, they're, I, I, don't, I don't know what to say. Like, every week is just, uh, it's hard to predict. Yeah. Really, because a lot of these teams just aren't separating themselves. And these two teams here on Thursday night are prime examples of that. <laughs> but, um, yeah. The Saints at the Cardinals. Um, Len, I'm just going to kick this off uh, right away. I don't want to spend too much time on a lot of these games because, honestly, they're it's not I, good. I mean, it's, it's, not, it's not pretty. But the Saints at the Cardinals. I got to go with the Cardinals here just based on pure talent. Saints on a short week, they're missing, still missing a lot of their skill players. Um, Dalton, Winston, what's going on there? They're just just listless, and so are the Cardinals, really. Yeah. Um, they, they, you know what I mean? They're, they've shown, I think, they don't have what it takes. No. And Kyler doesn't, uh, but I'm going to take them here at home. You're going to take the Cardinals. Yeah, I watched the, the Cardinals play my Seahawks last week in Seattle. They looked completely inept. They drove right down, got a field goal the first drive, never scored again offensively. Seattle, who had 
the worst defense in yards allowed coming into that game and the second worst in points allowed they put up nine points seven of those were on a or six of those were on a mistake by uh, michael dixon the seahawks punter again for the second straight week so they scored one offensive three offensive points one score that's it it looked terrible the saints again had mo- controlled that game most of the week against the Bengals this week most sunday the saints had to control that dalton's is a very serviceable quarterback Winston, when he's in there, is a little more dynamic, a little less uh, trustworthy. But I'm going to actually take the Saints here. I think both Ooh. these teams are pretty bad, but I'm yeah. going to take New Orleans uh, slightly over the Cardinals. Yeah, I mean, I just neither of these teams excite me very much. No. All no. right, that's Thursday. Bottom feeders. Yeah, you can see that on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Uh, it's crappy. See if there's feed. a touchdown scored. Do you think yeah. there will be a touchdown scored? on Thursday. Come on. <laughs> Come on now. Uh, all right. AFC North matchup here, Len. Um Obviously, a lot of history with these two teams. The Browns yeah. and the Ravens. I'm just going to go ahead and take Baltimore. Uh, the Browns, I mean, Black Ben's taking them so far. Yeah, he's hit his wall. We, he said he went 2-1 and one or whatever. They've lost three yeah. in a row. He's hit his wall, uh, I think. Well, you know, one thing that I failed to point out last week is Belichick would have had the book on Black Ben. Yes, of right? course. I didn't, I didn't think We missed that. it. I missed it, too. It was right there in front of us. I always forget he played for them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know what, though? I mean, this is it's an AFC North game. It could go either way. It's going to be a slobber knocker, but I'm going to take Baltimore at home. Yeah, I'm going to take Baltimore, too. Um, Lamar, a couple costly fumbles there last two times he touched the ball. He's been wildly inaccurate this year, not as good as in past years, and he really hasn't seemed to progress much. From we were one to two, he progressed a lot. From two each year since then, he has not progressed much. See, I feel like we're two weeks out of talking to him. Of him, well, I, I, I agree. I was just going to say, after three weeks, he was one of the best players in the league. He's just very inconsistent. I, I'm not selling Lamar Jackson. I think the Ravens should pay him already. I think he's probably a top, yeah. you know, six quarterback something. I don't even know where we're at. He's up there, very high in quarterbacks, and one of the absolute game changers in the game. There's only a few of them. He's right up there with him. I'm not knocking. Him. I'm just saying he makes he's making mistakes and missing throws he could make. If he starts hitting them, they're going to be dangerous as hell for sure. So I like the Ravens there as well. All right. Moving down a little bit south to Carolina here, uh, the Matt Rule-less Carolina Panthers play host to uh, a team that's also hitting some turbulence right now after a surprising loss last week, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Brady was hobnobbing, jet-setting. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's obviously going through a lot of, of personal issues now with his just divorce out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. Uh, everything's... Turning south pretty quick. Uh, but do you think he can uh, right the ship? No pun intended. Uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of strife going on, Brady's, and he brings a lot of it on himself this week as far as like taking, skipping Friday and Saturday to go to Robert Kraft's wedding. And Belichick didn't go to. He worked for Robert Kraft. I mean, Brady, and this, everyone knows this to be true. He's been in the league a million years. A few years ago, there was a chance in hell he would have went to anybody's wedding on a week of a game. There's no way. He's in a different place right now. I think he's regretting his decision to come out of retirement, particularly with the divorce and also, though, with football. I don't think he's very excited about it at all. Um, Nonetheless, the Carolina Panthers are a trash heap, so I'm going to take the Buccaneers to win this game. Yes. Yeah, Carolina does nothing to inspire me. Uh, Sam Darnold on the way back. I don't, know uh, if he, I don't know if he's a chance of starting this one or not. Walker also banged up. Yeah. Um, I mean, Walker held his own. They played okay for a little bit against the Rams, but then it's just, yeah, they're not good. They aren't good. 
McCaffrey reportedly on the block. Also reportedly trying to fetch multiple first-round picks. I mean, you got to be kidding me. If anybody trades multiple <laughs> first-round picks for him, they should be fired instant, instantaneously. I, I could see a team ponying up with one, maybe. One, yeah. If especially a team at the bottom, like, say, the Rams could use a running back. The Rams could pony up a one, but they don't have any to pony up, but they no, could. Right. Um, somebody like... You know, anybody down there, Tampa, maybe, you know, someone that's going to pick in the 20s or something anyway, they could definitely do it. Maybe the Pittsburgh Steelers, Pittsburgh, put them in there with a nosh and share the backfield. Come on, man. That's, you're going <laughs> off the deep end now. All right. Uh, yeah, now that they're back in the playoff picture, you never know what they might yeah, do. Yeah, you know, they're going to make a run, make a push. All right. Mitch well, is back. They're going to have to surpass the 3-3 three and three Cincinnati Bengals who sit tied for the AFC North lead. I don't, I don't know who won. Yeah, with the Ravens, yeah. Yeah, they're tied there. I'm not sure if there's any head-to-heads there yet, right? I, I guess they're a number one. I don't even remember. Way, who cares? They're tied. All right. Oh, the surprising 3-3 three and three Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. You know what? I mean, the Falcons' defense, I, I think, is is I'm not going to say it's amazing. It's top, you know, a couple in the league, but it's it's been more than serviceable at offense. Uh, for some reason, just keeps them in games, and now even without uh, Cordero Patterson, their main weapon there, and even without utilizing a lot of their other skill players like Kyle Pitts, just is almost a non-factor. Yeah, uh, a bit surprising there. The Bengals uh, marched into New Orleans last week, and the Tiger Bros, Burrow and Chase, got it done. T. Higgins, also a big player. Uh, I got to think the Bengals take it here at home against the Falcons. Len, what do you think? Yeah, the Falcons continue to surprise. Like I said, I've been, I said preseason they were going to be the worst team in the league. They're not the worst team in the league, and I'm happy because I was a big Mariota. I'm been a big Mariota fan coming into this, getting a second chance. I think he's more than proven that he can lead a team with – not a lot of talent. I think you'd be safe. You'd be pretty happy with them leading your team if you had talent. If they had to have them, um, the Falcons, the only team in the league, and one of the. I mean, it doesn't happen often at all. Six and zero versus the spread. Well, I know we don't pick versus spread here, but they've they've covered every single week, which is impressive. I think if this was against the spread picking, I'd pick the Falcons again because I think they'll be close here as well. Yeah. But I like the Bengals to win at home. Put your whole family. It's real hungry, just pick up the phone and call Napoli's where you can get the pizza or the salads or the strabolis or the pasta or the calzones or the fish sandwich or the pepperoni or chicken wings or about the hot the pepper cheese box or a special steak call 375-0140 and feed your familia right tonight with Napoli's. Forget about it. All right, moving on to our team, the LRC Lions. I really want to take him here, Len. I really do. Uh, is Dak coming back this week or not at home? I don't know. Sure. I haven't heard much. I don't think, but maybe. Uh, Goff versus Dak versus Cooper Rush. Man, I really want to take the Lions here. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and take them in, yeah. a, in an upset. I'm going to take the LRC Lions here. You know, I would like to take the Lions too, but they're not that good. And um, I think they're going to have a hard time with Dallas's defense, which actually is really good. I think the Lions will be in it for sure. I, I think they'll hang around. They're feisty. But I'm starting to lose. They're losing their luster to me a little bit because I really, really wanted this team 
to compete this year. They're one and four. They had a bye last week, so maybe Dan Campbell got the ship righted a little bit. But I'm going to go with the Cowboys based mostly on my uh, Micah Parsons, to be completely honest, is why. So I'm going to take the Cowboys. Stay tuned for after the show. We wash Len's mouth out with some soap <laughs> after all that. Or we'll just move right along, pretend we didn't hear any of that in the living room here uh-huh. uh, but Len dare he dared went there and he did, did. turn his back a little bit on the LRC lines showed up hot and they're cooling off pretty quickly all right surprisingly Len the Giants are sitting at 5-1 New York football is back baby the Yankees are going to the ALCS uh, maybe yeah. I'm checked the score when that game started they were up 4-1 when I've oh, when we boy. got on here oh boy of course they are. Yeah. All right. Well, it's a big time in the Big Apple. Big Apple's hot. Uh, the Giants 5-1. and one, Brian Dable just getting louded with praise. And yeah, they walk rightfully in, so. They walk into a red-hot, scorching Jacksonville, Florida, <laughs> uh, to face off against, as predicted, Jacksonville Jaguars. Len, I know you're higher on them. Are you going to take them here in an upset? Well, I'll tell you what, Mike. The These are two of my darlings, no doubt about it, preseason darlings. Uh, the Jags have to win the division. I still think they're going to win the division, actually. Um, they've been right in these games, and they are right on the cusp of, ter- of taking the next step. Right on it. I can see it every single week, even when they lose these close ones. The Giants look like they're going to lose all these games but they end up winning them dayball deserves every bit of praise he's gotten uh daniel jones i've you know really fell for daniel jones this year i've liked him in previous years i think he's cut down on his turnovers way down this year and that was really the missing ingredient to me they're very conservative with him don't get me wrong they lean on saquon all that stuff but i think that um daniel jones has earned a little bit of their trust and also a little bit of the league's uh, eyeballs to take it. Look, maybe the Giants don't want to let him walk after this year. You might see a franchise tag or something, get another year out of him. I'm not sure. The Jags, you know, like I said, they're on the cusp. This is a tough one for me, but I'm going to take Jacksonville at home um, because I still still believe they'll win the division, and that means they need this win. I think this is going to be a hard-fought one, but I'll take Jacksonville. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and take the Giants. I think that's uh... – I kind of went out on a limb in my previous game taking the LRC Lions over the Cowboys, so i got to make some ground up here. I hear everything you're saying. This is very much a trap game, I think, for the Giants, so to speak. And uh, I'm going to take them here, but, Len, I think you're right. It's going to be an entertaining game between these two quarterbacks. Yeah, no doubt. All righty here. Len takes the Jaguars, as per usual. That's right. All AFC South, South battle. Battle. How are these two teams above 500? I have no idea. Yeah, the Cowboys, well, the Titans are because they had a bye last week, and the Colts are because they have a tie, and that's why they're both above 500. Matt, Matt Ryan's just slinging that rock all around Matt the Ryan, field. big just, win against Jacksonville. Just, big come from behind win. Just rejuvenated. Uh, you know, the Jags always give them some problems. That was a, that was a big win for them because if Jacksonville wins, then that's a season sweep. And you're looking at a whole different ball game right now. Titans fresh off a bye. I got to go with Tennessee at home here, I think, Len. I think Derrick Henry gets it done. Yeah, the Titans kind of had an ill, uh, ill-timed ill bye because they were kind of starting to string it together a little bit, it felt like. They were starting yeah. to get a little bit of momentum. Um, I'm going to go with Tennessee as well. I, I think they're, they're just playing kind of pretty well right now in the Colts. Also, are starting to string it together a little bit. It's going to make it tougher on Jacksonville because these teams are starting to come around finally. But I still like 
I like the Titans here in, the, in a close one, in a very, very hard to watch close game. Is what I would say. That we'll say that matchup will be. All right, I think this one's going to be hard to watch too. Oh, to oh, awful to watch. The Packers started off the season hot. Uh, they've regressed enormously since then. Rodgers is complaining in the media a little bit. He wants the team to make all these trades, which it's Green Bay. They're not probably not going to do that. Uh, they're they're the type of franchise to say whatever you got, work with it. Yeah, no. well. Acme Packing Company out there in Wisconsin. Uh, they're going into D.C. to face the Wentzless uh, Washington Red Hogs. Yeah. Taylor Heineke. Um, who showed some flashes a couple postseasons ago? Solid backup, and decent then, enough starter when he has to get in there. Last year, not so much. No, uh, I had to bring in Wentz, so he's back now. Um, in a pinch, though, Len, he could get the job sure. done. Sure, but where are the Packers at? I mean, are they are they pretenders? Or I, I would say they're solidly in the pretend category of the NFC right now, as opposed right to now. Pretender. Yeah, um, I'm going to take them on the road, though. Uh, it's, this is not going to be an entertaining game at all. No, this is going to be a brutal game to watch. Uh, the Commanders, like you said, they lost Wentz, the Red Hogs. They got Brian Robinson back from the gunshots, which was pretty cool. He looks good. Yeah, and, um, you know, I'd like to see Sam Howell in there. I mean, I know why they're going with Heineke, but they got the rookie out of North Carolina. They got a little bit later. Maybe we'll see Sam Howell before the end of this year. I don't. I. I, I wouldn't be surprised if we never see Wentz in a Commanders uniform in a Red Hogs uniform again as the starting quarterback. You know, if he misses a few games here, Heineke does okay or bad either way. I could see, could see them turning to Howell and just going towards the future. Uh, Green Bay is gross. I mean, I'd like to know. I'm sure they showed this some point on Sports Talk TV this week, but. When's the last time a team lost the Jets and Giants back-to-back weeks? I mean, it has to be a long time, right? Back-to-back weeks? Why would you even play them back-to-back weeks? First of all, secondly, both of them sucked for a million years. So you'd think it'd be a long last time. Nonetheless, the Giants beat the Packers in Green Bay. Green Bay now on the road. Rodgers is going to be sulking, but he's going to win, and he's going to be very, you know, just very – Solemn at the end of this win, but he is going to beat the co- the Commanders in okay. Washington. I'm not looking. Green Bay defense is okay. It is pretty good. Yeah, that's another reason I would pick them as well. All right, so this one here. Oh, Len, you you got to be. I mean, I know things in Seattle aren't. You know, I mean, they're, you're not playing in parades or anything yet, but you got to be happy you got out from underneath of Russell Wilson because talk talk about a heat magnet right now. He is. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I would like to think he wouldn't have played like this in Seattle because he never has before, but it's not pretty at all in Denver. Uh, Russ looks bad. He had a partially torn lat, they said. Now he has an MRI on his hamstring today. Seems like convenient timing for a guy that is very rarely injured. In fact, last year, the first four games he ever missed in his career. So now he's got a couple injuries piling up. Seems a little bit fishy, if I had to say so myself. They got the Jets to come in town. And I'll tell you what, I'm on this Jets train. I am on the Jets train fully on. Fully on Zach Wilson. I think Zach Wilson... I I told the webmaster the other day at the shop, I said, he's not very high on Zach Wilson. I think Zach Wilson's got a chance to be really, really good, like top seven, eight in the league good wow. in a couple years when some of these veterans start to retire. 
he just has it, man. He's very he's athletic. He has a rocket arm, and he just does, he seems like he has a lot of confidence. Now they're going into Denver. I don't know what's going on. Is Russ playing? Is he playing? I don't know. Kind of just think the Broncos have to win this game at home. So somehow I think they'll win it. But I'm gonna I'm gonna kick myself when the Jets win this game, and I should have taken them. But I'm gonna take the Broncos. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and take the Jets here. I mean, you said everything for me. Yeah, uh, Len, I thank you for that. No problem. Uh, I love freebies. That's so a free winner for no, you. No, I, I I could see it. I can see the Broncos, especially in that elevation. Jets, City Slickers coming in. Brett Rippins getting his arm loose. Brett, 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 Brett Rippins getting loose. I've taken some pointers from his dad, Mark, yep. a Super Bowl champion, winning quarterback. Yep. My boy Ricky the Fink, big time Mark oh, yeah. Rippin guy. I was a big Mark Rippin guy back in the day. A lot of his cards. I always liked him for some reason. I have no <laughs> idea why. Um, all right. Yeah, I'm with you there, Len. I think the Broncos just have to win. They're better than this. Come on. Russell's not that bad, I know. It's right? crazy. The coaching, though. But you're picking the Jets, so. I'm going to pick the Jets. I mean, yeah, that's if you're going to go to the Broncos, that's an easy that's an easy one for me to pick up. And this is a competition, after all. True. Very fierce competition. So I'm going to take the Jets, and we're moving on. <coughs> Just a, another Whoa. classic. Titans cleaning <coughs> house up top this week, getting rid of uh, their... Reverend Jack Easterby, yeah, finally gone. <laughs> Team Cleric. Bringing in uh, <laughs> David Koresh, Jr., yeah. I think. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. But Easterby, very, talk of a lot of talk, you know, a couple of years ago when he got elevated. Former team chaplain of Belichick and the Patriots um, that was running the show there. I'm going to be honest with you. It's kind of I'd like to know about the timing because it sort of seems like their personnel moves and moves have been better the last like 18 months than the yeah. time when he should have got fired when they got rid of Nuke and all that stuff. Right. That's when they should have fired him that day that when was, they said we're going to trade DeAndre Hopkins. That they, was Bill O'Brien. Yeah, but he but Easterby was also there with him, yeah. right? And at that point, everyone should have been fired. Then Easterby took over when O'Brien left, but Easterby was all very influential. They said then, even still. Anyway. The, a lot since O'Brien's been gone and Easterby's been fully in charge, they've kind of made some good moves. I mean, I, I, you know, it doesn't seem like Davis Mills is the franchise, but he, he at least got a quarterback that you could look at to see yeah. if they were going to be a franchise. You navigated Watson pretty well, that whole situation, oh, got yeah, him out of town. Sure. Um, Lovey Smith, while they're 1 3 and 1, don't get me wrong, but they've been competitive in these games. Lovey Smith hasn't playing professional football. So. I'm kind of surprised by the East refining. Probably something to do with something else, if I had to guess. Yeah, probably some some religious wrong, wrongdoing. <laughs> Possibly. Some, Possibly. Who knows? All right, that's enough about the Texans. They're who's, going to the Raiders. They're going to Vegas to play the Raiders. Um, Raiders, you know, a really good one and four team. Unfortunately, yeah. they're one and four. So I just think they're a lot better than that. Yep. Um, I'm not high on the Texans as far as winning, and so I'm going to take uh, Las Vegas. They need this game a lot at home. You can't lose these games. I'm going to take Vegas, too. All right, on to the surprise 3-3 three and three Seattle Seahawks and the not-so-impressive 4-2 and two Sandy, or excuse me, L.A. Chargers. Yeah. A um, little bit better performance this week. I mean, Herbert's obviously still got it. Um, they're they're banged up. They got some key injuries, both out, what and whatnot. Um, uh, J.C. Jackson, I think, you uh, got bumped down the death chart, or he's still banged up. Uh, a lot of injuries there in L.A. They're still waiting for Keenan Allen to come back. Uh, the Seahawks, you never know. The you know, Geno's he's holding up, man. He's holding up. Uh, 
uh, through some turbulence. He's making some really athletic plays, uh, which he always was an athletic uh, athletic quarterback. Yeah. But I mean, he's he's really exceeded expectations. Tough matchup here, though, in LA. I'm going to go ahead and take the Chargers. And this one, I think they're starting to get back on the right track. Len, are you going? Uh, you going for your boys here? A little bit of an upset? Uh, yeah, yeah, I am. I'm going to take Seattle here. I'll tell you what, this game is interesting. There's a chance Seattle could give up 50 points in this game because their defense is suspect. Although it looked good this week, I said they're, maybe they're starting to turn the corner. Some young guys. Remember the name Tariq Woolen? We've talked about him. I've talked about him before. He's going to be a superstar cornerback in this league. He's already Very got four impressive. interceptions. Very um, you know, kind of looks like a Richard Sherman clone in a way. He's a six-four, but faster, crazy speed. Anyway, I think Seattle's kind of playing, just playing great, man. I mean, they're playing great team football. Kenneth Walker, big game this week for him. You know, it's his first start with Penny out. They're playing, uh, getting great play from the rookie tackles, and then on defense, there's they've have some playmakers, and they're getting beat a lot, but also. You know, making some plays. As far as the Chargers go, I'm kind of surprised they're four and two. I, for some reason, thought they were three and three after the win last night because they've been very uninspiring in their wins. Yeah. But um, they're starting to round to get round into it, and the Chargers are very good. You know, this is probably this is definitely a homer pick, but I'm taking the Seahawks. They probably won't win. Okay, this game. I mean that's fair. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a coin toss, really. All right, uh, two Joe Montana's teams, the Montana Bowl, the Montana Cup. I would say is probably. A more apt name for whatever yeah. trophy this game brings. The Chiefs at the Niners. Chiefs with a tough loss against the Bills and a clash of the Titans last week. The Niners, another one of those NFC teams. You just don't know what you're going to get. Sometimes they look legit. Sometimes they don't. They were winning games shouldn't and losing games they should. Uh, or excuse me, vice versa there. But you know what I mean. I mean, it's, you just don't know what you're going to get out of San Francisco right now, I believe. And I think the Chiefs march right in there. That beautiful San Francisco weather right on the bay there, Levi Stadium, and they get the win. Len, you think different? Um, you know what? This is a tough one. I, I, this is the kind of game I think the Niners will be up for. I think they're going to play inspired defense. Uh, I think Jimmy G will play very well in this game. I'm very tempted, actually, to take the Niners here at home. Um, the Chiefs haven't been that impressive, but both teams coming off a loss – Chiefs coming off a loss. I think they need a little bit more, so I'm going to go ahead and take Kansas City here. But I, I don't know. I have a feeling the Niners are going to play this tough. Yeah, this is another game where I can – I feel like there's a clear favorite, but I can easily see the other side uh, coming out on top uh, just based on the home away uh, matchup here. All right. Um, Steelers. Just a, just, just. A, I mean, you talk about exercising some demons. They, they made Brady angry, had him furious at his sideline. I mean, this is the type <coughs> of game the Steelers have been waiting to get over Tom Brady for years. And years. Yeah, yeah. Years. Unfortunately, it comes in a meaningless game against Tampa Bay <laughs> in the middle of October and not in yeah. the playoffs against the Patriots. Uh, but I, dig- I digress. Um, just Steelers are still riddled with injuries. They they played above the bar last week, and mm-hmm. their secondary especially um, doing a very good job containing uh, the Buccaneers' uh, venerable passing attack. Yeah, they did. Man. I think the Bucks pass with I think they said the highest rate in the league, um, and basically with their whole starting lineup and the secondary out, they really stepped up. Um, uh, Bush. Uh, Devin Bush with a huge play in the end zone. Uh, just a lot of guys coming through when they needed it. 
Unfortunately, status of our Lord and Savior, uh, Kenny Pickett, is up in the air. Uh, if Mitch Trubisky starts this game, it's an easy Dolphins win. Looks like two is coming back for Miami as well. That kind of gives them a plus in their passing attack, which is pretty scary. They can drop uh, uh, 300, 400 yards on you in a blink of an eye between a couple of their receivers. They're just very talented Steelers a much better job stopping the run last week. I hope that continues for them. Uh, but I got to think this weather in Miami is just too hot. Len, uh, it's going to be miserable. It's going to be humid on a Sunday night. Two is back. Steelers got to blitz the shit out of him and get him on the ground early. Really make everyone second guess what's going on out there. Bridgewater's back, though. Um, so even if Tua does have to bow out at some point in this game, uh, you know, I think they've got a decent backup there. I'm going to take Miami here by a field goal. Yeah, I, I, I have to say, you're right about the Steelers' effort last week with the being down. I mean, everyone wrote them off. I did. I thought they could beat it pretty good. Um, but they were at home, and I don't, I don't understand, nor do I agree with your Mitch Trubisky slander. I mean, he came in there and won that game for them, but now all of a sudden if he starts this week, they're going to lose. I mean, I just don't like that. Um, you know, Kenny Pickett and him, as I said, on draft night at Brooks's house, we all said it. I said it for sure. Pickett and Mitch Trubisky are the same exact person pretty much. Now, they aren't going to play the exact, they won't probably put the exact same stats. They're the same player. They're the same exact skill set. 100%. But uh, if Kenny can start, he's going to start. If not, then it'll be Mitch. I don't think it really matters. You still have to see Sunday with a Mitch that you wanted to see coming into the season. Carefree and able to play loose where he was, once they drafted Pickett, he didn't have that privilege to start the year. But as a backup, he does. Into Miami, Tua and the Dolphins were one of the best teams in the league when he went out. And now, you know, they've fallen a couple in a, couple in a row they've dropped. So, I mean, it's a big game for the Dolphins. You're right, it is in Miami. It's night, so it won't be as humid. It'll be a little bit cooler. It'll be a nice, crisp Miami evening. But two are back. That gives them an emotional lift. I hope he makes it through the game, and I think that the Dolphins win this game as well. All right. Alex Highsmith leads the league in sacks. Six oh, and yeah. Half, That's probably. interesting. That's I didn't know that. Yeah, even without TJ out. Um, yeah, I don't know, Len. I think Trubisky is the kind of guy you want to come in for – a couple quarters at a time, and he can't pull those wins out. You're right about that. Yeah, but the right more you that. lean on him, the worse it gets. But we'll see. All right, Monday night, um, the Bears at the Patriots in Foxborough. Whew. I mean, this 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 is just you're you're feeding the Bears right to Belichick. There's a game that really game. deserves a Manning cast. It's this game because you don't want to watch the actual no. game here. You don't want to watch the game. You got to hope they get a couple good guests. Maybe they get. Mike Ditka on there, or get uh, Dick Buttkiss, or <laughs> Larry you know, Zonka. Maybe Larry Zonka could they get it. Why would he be there? He's not a bear, man. Maybe uh, Walter Payton, Steve Mongo, McMichael. Manning's aren't a bear either. No, know? but I'm saying they're getting bears and Patriots guests in there. Steve Grogan, maybe. They're not going to get a guest. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I think you should. Anyway, Bears, Patriots in New England. This is a this right here is what you call a buffet table for uh, old Bill Belichick. This quarterback play in Chicago yeah. is going to get exposed at a very high level. And uh, Zappi, uh, to me, if Zappi's going to still be playing, he really reminds me of the a young Tom Brady, like a young game managing Tom Brady. I think this is the kind of guy that Tom, that Bill likes to win with right here. Just manage the game. 
don't take any chances and let the defense and running game win. I like the Patriots here, and I think uh, it's going to be a bad day for Justin Fields on yep. Monday. Yep. I mean, this is, I mean, yeah, in Foxborough Monday night, Belichick's got an extra long week to prepare for Fields. Zappy Snack, not looking bad, like you said, Len. He's got some potential. Uh, who's going to be the starter? Is Mac Jones going to be the starter when he yeah. comes back? I don't think it's don't a think, sure thing yet. This is a layup for Belichick against the Bears. Come on. I'm surprised the Bears are 2-4. and four. I think they are one of the worst teams in the league. Yeah, I agree. They're bad. I'm 2-4 and four is better than they should be, for sure. Now, Mike, before we get out of here, we got a couple announcements to make. One being... Um, this Thursday is supposedly the night. This Thursday night, we're going to have the Zings, the twins, in the living room, including one of them actually in the living room, reportedly, supposedly promised. So we can do a special episode, a very special episode, if you will, of the Squared Sofa about top pro wrestling managers. Ooh. You know, so that's that's a good topic. Uh, we've we've missed out on the zings a couple times. I've threatened excommunication to them, and now they say they'll be here Thursday night. So that's the first announcement. I'm excited for that. That'll probably get recorded this week, and then hopefully out whatever when there's a lull in football. Maybe Mike will get it out there, and then. The other one is I just got a text from our boy John John the Jobber. First text I've received from John John oh, yeah. since his uh, an accident. So he texted me just now to ask me if I saw the Creed three trailer, which I did see the Creed three trailer. Have you watched it yet? No, I have not. Well, I recommend everybody listen and watch the Creed three trailer. I'm a big fan of the Creed series. Um, this one directed by Michael B. Jordan as well, and uh, it's a good. The trailer looks good, and I mean, I'm a big fan of these movies, so I'm I'm all in. But the the trailer looks good. So John John said that. Also told him we were recording now. He said I got to get back in there. So hopefully, you know, someday soon we can get John John back in here, and we'll talk some uh, TV movies, whatnot. So we'll try to touch base, and that's the first I've talked to him. But that's, um, that's nice. good to hear. That's yeah, a, that's a very good note uh, to end this show. Yeah, on. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I thought. Len, we got. Uh, I don't. I don't know what to say. I just. I just hope this season gets more interesting. Uh, the trade deadline's coming up. What is it? That next is that. Well, after this? Yeah, something like that. You know, it's bound to pick up. But even if it doesn't pick up, guess what? We'll be doing every week watching football. Pick. We'll be watching and picking football. We'll That's what we do. Football has yeah. us. By a you know they have us by the neck. We don't worry. Can't you can't get away from football? I was able to escape fantasy football, but it still doesn't matter. I still have to watch every football game and talk every football game. So, football's got the country in the palm of their hands. Picked up my first win in fantasy. Yeah, did you? I did. This week you didn't win last week with uh, DK and Tyler Lockett no, going off. No. Oh they, my goodness! Almost did me dirty this week. Yeah, I know. Last week they had a big game. I thought that would have been your first one. I forgot to nope, ask you. No, nope. Davey Glock. Sorry, you're my first victim. <laughs> oh, Dave. You're going to have to come on here when you're not <laughs> looking at houses to explain yourself. All right. Look out for an episode with the Zings, our favorite and the best wrestling managers. Enjoy week seven, the NFL season, everybody. Living room champs. We're out of here. Out of here. Hit the cover off it. Smash it. Talk trash. Street profits back on the mat and frog splash. And that's that. Need the biggest dog in the fight. Land B.